0: Liberia, a nation on the east coast of Africa whose roots are in the United States. 150 years ago, American philanthropists and freed slaves had the idea of a state in Africa. It was in no sense a return to a promised land, but an escape from a land that held no promise.
1: Welcome back to I Americanized, a podcast that explores a topic central to the United States and its influences. Today, I'm joined by Monroe Martin. I saw Monroe the first time in upstate in a small club in Saratoga. He is a big dude, but he has a knack of making you feel really comfortable. He's so funny. Check out his Fallon and late night spots on YouTube go listen to his podcast called No Need for Apologies. This episode, we talk about the birth of Liberia, how free slaves in America went to Africa to create a new nation. We talk about Monroe's relationship, growing up in a foster care and race relations surrounding that. This is a very insightful, at times heavy, but overall, very fun episode. And I hope you guys enjoy the show today. What, what is your black experience and how do you think that ties to Liberia if at all?
0: I think I, I feel like the black, I didn't know my experience was black until I got older. until I was like, kind of on my own, but when you're in like, I grew up in foster care and was in foster care until the age of 21. So I was in foster care, like, meaning, like, I was in group homes, I was in residential facilities, I was in other people's homes, I was in all those places um, until I was 21. When I was 21, I was already kind of, like, in foster care and then bouncing around at different people's homes, but kind of going to the same school and stuff like that. But when I say like my experience is black, like everybody around me was black and in group homes, group homes, it was kind of mixed. It was like you had some white kids, you had some Asian kids, you had some uh, black, Hispanic, all that stuff. And that kind of gave me that mindset of like, okay, well. It, we all have this thing in common, like we're all here because of our misfortune, so we never really took the time to look at race, like no one called me a nigger because I'm like, well, you, whatever I am, whatever the equivalent of that is now to me, is like you probably the same thing because we're here in the same place following the same rules nobody wants us so i'll be a nigga but you still trash too nigga like you know what i mean so
1: that uh, in a foster care you cannot be racist yeah. you know what i mean like how because like you're all there for a reason it's like you are the like in your in your mind yeah. and that's probably like very hard to like grow up with like the, the idea of not being accepted because mm-hmm. that's what uh sir isaac Newton his stepdad never accepted him. And that's why he went on to invent so many things just to get that validation. Absolutely.
0: absolutely, It definitely that put in the whole, the battle of like accepting yourself, not just the accepting uh, getting other people to accept you because half the half the foster care battle, like afterwards, like when you kind of age out and you become the person half, I feel like, I spent most of the time battling to be other people like to be like, Oh, what's exceptional behavior. You always want to fit in. And then while doing comedy, comedy kind of was like, you don't got to fit in. Like, no, chill out, like be yourself. So comedy kind of like pulled me out of that and was like, now you focus on yourself, focus on who you are. So now I'm back to like, well, that part of my life was like, well, who am I as an individual and all that stuff. And I talk about race, I think about race, but I most of the shit I experience as an older person, like being called the N word. Like I said, no one calls you the N word, and fought like in foster care, like and like probably the parents and like the kid, the white kids that I grew up with, like they weren't like you fucking nigga. like there's just like. We would just fight each other. We wouldn't be like, we didn't really have racism, but like growing up and then uh, like racism was introduced to me, not as aggression, but as like this thing where I'm like, oh, that's, that's even more dangerous. It was presented to me because in aggression, you understand they're calling you a nigger because they're mad. But when they are casually talking to you and some of the stereotypes are facts to them and the conversations are more like black on black crime or, well, you know, what do you think black people need to do as a whole, the bubble, when you start hearing that stuff, you go, oh, that's, that's what that is. Racism isn't an angry thing. It's this fucking thing that you put in your brain and you think these stereotypes are fact. So you're fucking sitting there and you're you're judging people and your interaction with them based off the stereotype that you take as the Bible. And then when I started seeing that, I kind of was like, oh, I'll be mad too, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's it's like weird. Oh yeah, Yeah, absolutely You don't see no racist babies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even the parents, like even my foster parents made me focus on something way different, like, like I wasn't worried about getting killed by the police so much as being, uh, a kind of like a statistic because they would make me focus on foster care and like the statistics of foster care. Like, well, you know that a huge percentage of foster kids who age out end up getting end up being homeless or in jail or dead. So I'm not worried about racism. I'm worried about oh fuck, how do I take this? Just thing that affects me and not let it affect me so my brain wasn't on racism for a long time and i was like i just be walking around i would be in like i lived in south philly right this is how non-focused my brain was i lived in south philly south philly is very segregated people don't want to see it that way but if you go to South Philly, you know when you're in the Black neighborhood, you know when you're in the Italian neighborhood, you know when you're in the Cambodian neighborhood, you know what neighborhood you are, white, whatever. You know I, Irish and all that shit. By just driving down the street and watching it change, and you see people don't really live on that block. Um, I lived in a very uh, Italian neighborhood. And the first day of moving in, like, I didn't even register because the person who sold me the place was like a uh, little Cabodian lady and I was going to be living with her, um, living with her nephew or something like that. So, and I guess for her, it was just like, well, if my nephew lives on this block, he's not the only minority. So I'm gonna put this black dude in the room with him. I mean, in the uh, the same place with him. So it could at least like take some attention on. and I remember like moving in, Walk to the store the first day, some big stereotypical Italian dude wearing the fucking velour suit with the chain on. Fucking a stereotype. Like, some, did you put this outfit on? Did you like, were you really like sitting in a white tee, some jeans, some Crocs, And did you see the black dude walk by? And he's like, I need to go in the closet and get my Italian jumpsuit. So this motherfucker came out. He came out. He was like, hey, let's see you moving in. you... You're new to this neighborhood. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I lived all over Philly, but now I I I live here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, you're young. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, all right, so just one little note. This is a quiet, quiet neighborhood. And we want to keep it like that. <laughs> gave me that strong pat on the shoulder like that boop boop and then walked in the house so i was like get the fuck out of here but he felt the need to do that because that's a right. black guy he's like he could yeah. be bringing some sort of disruption or fucking up the peace with his his blackness like this motherfucker think i'm gonna throw right. a black party every other saturday right Be rolling dice yeah, in front a- of the the, the store
1: it's very interesting, too, because like I, I, I was born and raised in Bangladesh and I never really thought of racism as well. Like you, when you are in a foster care, right? Because it's like poverty. And um, I remember because I grew up watching the NBA like Kobe was my guy. So it's like and we didn't get filtered. Oh, the cops are killing black people in Bangladesh. That tra- mm-hmm. that news doesn't tra- travel
0: that far. Yeah. You know, but we, we only get the so. good parts. We think we think as Americans, we think that all of our shit travel. So, like, there's a- the election stuff for sure. The yeah, election.
1: My my parents know what's going on in the polls in America. That's insane to me that they know the state numbers. They're like, oh, Shafi, like New York COVID cases are rising every day. Um, but they don't get like the bad the the cop killing. Black people and the and the, and that's when that's the problem. I feel like that should also travel because then they get the entire. You know idea why it doesn't travel
0: though? On. Because then what it does is it lets people onto the police in their country. You know what I mean? So it kinda like if I see if you're showing me police shooting people or just being shitty at their job and people revolting against it, then the people who are getting that news will see that and eventually be like well i don't like the way these people are treating me either and we can we don't have to stand for it we don't have to let them beat our ass for no reason because they're authority so you know what i mean and that's why i think that they don't show that as much
1: of course and it's also yeah they want yeah high uh, high tv ratings i'm sure it's not yeah it's not the most entertaining thing to watch Yeah. um But that's the thing, like, I feel like the point that you made, I didn't really think about it this way, about the idea of being in a foster care, because when I was in Bangladesh, I never really thought about my last name Hussein as much, right? Because it's like, oh, everyone around me is, like, mostly Muslims as well, so it doesn't really matter. But when, when I stepped in the U.S., and that's when it, like... I get I get put in a box. I'm like, oh, this is who I am. I didn't even think about my identity like that ever before. Now there's this, like, huge burden that I have to carry with me when I go perform in small towns. Not New York City. New York City is fine. But you go to small towns. Like, I had people come up to me and like, oh, you shaved. Is that illegal? I'm like, there's a billion of Muslims. Like, I'm not... I'm not even practicing, but, like, why would you ask because that that they can't shave? But that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't have un- they don't have the – because I was talking to Joe List. Like, yeah. he is, like, this – and he w- told me that 9-11 was introduction to Islam for him. That's, like, the worst introduction to Oh, my God. Yeah, Islam like came fucking I mean? – they like,
0: what? This motherfucker came wrecking shit. They like, no, that's not it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like small towns in America, they don't have the diversity for them to like really really get exposed and understand what the what the problem is. Well,
0: I think that people need to understand the but the problem was like all right, I'm trying to make two points. First point is um people forget that Christians also have in america done terroristic shit even in other countries have done terroristic shit you know what i mean the ku klux klan is a a christian terrorist program organization but we all we, we look to take that to take uh that behavior and put it on another religion so we feel better about christianity and all that shit but it's like when I like i grew up with muslims right? It was, I, I grew up seeing your name, but the thing was, it'll be a kid that looked like me. So I would see the name Safi or, what is it, Hussein? Hussein and Hassan and all those names were very popular if you lived in West Philly. So I felt like for, for black community, we didn't really do that terrorist shit because we already had an understanding of Islam already. Even if we wasn't that, we knew, nah, these motherfuckers aren't the people blowing up shit. Yeah, there's, extremist but an extremist isn't the same thing as the the main thing A extremist isn't the same thing as a muslim it's just a motherfucker who, who goes too hard this is extremists extremism people who do p90x in taibo
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 but no like so <clears throat> i felt like depending on where you moved you would have had a, a different experience i feel like when um when Muslims like move around white people, they get all the racism. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When they move around black people, like, I don't know if it, I feel like it's the, I feel like it's different. I feel like it's more acceptance because we're like, oh, you're a Muslim. Well, my cousin is Muslim. Y'all don't eat pork and right. all that other goofy shit. Right. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bit about Muslim. I, I was Muslim for two it. weeks.
0: But that's the thing. Yeah. Like, that's how normalized Islam is to me where I got to do a 14-day trial, you know what I mean? That's hilarious, like, that's great. How many other people can get to know a religion? Like, people are afraid right. of shit, yeah. you know what I mean? That's people so are funny. really afraid. So, like, I can see somebody from Denver, a white guy from Denver being like, yeah, that's the first time I ever met a Muslim. Yeah, they still yeah, love yeah. Christianity and Catholicism and all that other goofy right. shit, yeah.
1: Right, and I guess it makes sense, because in the, in the black, black community or the african-american community like like so many of the the great african-americans are all like muslim exactly like but that's why
0: they make it this bad thing like even before like uh obama be a muslim was like big because you gotta think uh a lot like i don't think america has a such black people america hasn't took the time to understand Islam because they want to be a one God uh, country. So uh, they took problem with Malcolm X, not because of what he was a good, yeah, because he was, at some points he was radical, but more so because it was a different religion.
1: Right, You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like even before 9-11, they were still kind of like trying to make Islam seem like a bad thing
1: well it's like tribalism right Mm -hmm. it's just better to unify your people when you have something to hate absolutely easier to do yeah that's it's been done throughout yeah yeah. um so i guess now the conversation i want to gear towards like when you are growing up like how much did you learn or know about liberia and like what do you think like america's influence was in Liberia? well
0: what i taught what i was taught in school and it could be like this is rusty but Liberia was uh started by uh the slaves in America like we like uh we ran off there and we started our own country and that's it that's all I learned like I haven't checked on that shit I haven't bought I haven't seen if they had good Airbnb deals or good flights like literally uh Americans black slaves literally went back home and set up a place for us to go and we're like Nah, I'm gonna move to Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like we have abandoned it because we are taught that shit very young. But unless you care about geography and stuff like that, you ain't checking on Liberian. Liberia.
1: But it's like so interesting because it was such a big part of the start of America. Absolutely, yes. And 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 slavery so interconnected with with liberia like it's so interconnected because, like they started this American colonization society to get the freed slaves to move somewhere else, right they're like, "Oh, we brought them now they're like getting free, let's just like send them back like this it's insane to even think about. Uh, that they did that, and there's like so many different so many different um, like historians view it from different lenses, right because they you had the 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 north who wanted to free the slaves, and then the south they didn 't want to free the slaves, so you had people who wanted who wanted to send them back because they didn't want free slaves in the southern sta- states, right? Because when the when the f- slaves were free in the southern states, they're like, "Oh, we don't want them. So let's make sure that we send them back." And the north and the north looked at it like, "Okay, so they are facing discrimination in even the northern states. So to make sure that they feel safer, let's just send them back." to where they came from damn
0: that's fucked up they literally tried to return black people after the warranty so what is your i guess relationship
1: if any to slavery and like what what do you make out of like the early beginnings of america
0: slavery uh well you know i feel like i feel on par with like the majority i don't know if it's the majority you'll know what's in people's hearts slavery is definitely the the like a a fucking terrible worst thing you can do to another human being. But I guess it's easier when you don't view the people you're doing it to as human. You know what I mean? You got to go through some like really psychological shit to, to view a living thing as something uh, less than you. You know what I mean? Uh, Whenever I think about slavery, I think just about human nature in general and, like, the need to control something, right? Because we still practice slavery in a way, like, just, like... I won't say jobs are... I won't say, like, jobs are slavery, but some jobs who are giving to people you but, know they but giving but,
1: but 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 you know like the point you're just making like yeah. a lot of people like will call their nine to five jobs more than slavery i'm yeah. like i don't i don't think slaves had linkedin you know yeah like thing. yeah i'm <laughs> like
0: nah, like that y'all no. you're chilling you just work at mcdonald's like you just need to get your life together it ain't
1: yeah i i don't <laughs> think if your manager doesn't like your performance he can just sell you to a different company
0: that's yeah. not something
1: that's going on
0: absolutely so, but yeah, it's ridiculous <laughs>
1: Like you're fine.
0: Yeah, but what I did, but so like I I think about the beginning of America, and I and I was talking to my friend Chloe about this because I'm like, wh- like when did America become this strong, like this small but mighty fucking place to where I'm like, we're repping an entire continent, kind of sorta. Like when people focus on North America, they looking at US. They don't give a fuck about Canada. They don't give a fuck about Mexico. They're like, what's that little shit in the middle doing? Why are they making so much noise? And I feel like slavery kind of like, I don't know. I feel like the slaves who ended up back in like uh, England and shit, like they get to explore the entire Europe. You know what I mean? They have, They have some sort of connection to their continent we are over here as slaves to america but we're slave but we only have loyalty to our country like you know what i mean like we don't explore the entire island and i feel like that was like um just like the res, like that's how i know slave mentality is still there just because it's like you don't know that you can live on this like this whole thing is yours but you're like nah i'm staying here Like, so it's like this now that makes sense. Whereas, like, both places, the South and the North, was like, we need to send black people back to Africa so they don't revolt. So they don't revolt. It wasn't about freedom, it was about that revolt that they've been talking about so long that they're like that they, it, it really keeps them up at night that black people are going to rape their kids to rape their wives murder friends. all the shit that they did to them they're like nah karma is real that shit is coming back to us
1: <laughs> so when you
0: see that they opened the door they went hey y'all can go like we understand we fucked up but people stayed we still stayed because we're loyal because we we don't we're so disconnected with home that we're like that shit ain't home to me i can't go to africa like i like yeah they gave me a little place to go and like just an entryway to see the rest of africa but nah i'm staying here and that like that's where my brain goes when i think of slavery and liberia now i'm like fuck like we're still here
1: right so the idea of like that you know like historians really talk about that capitalism kind of expedited the process of slavery right because when they invented the cotton and they saw that so much growth was coming out of it and so much profit was coming out of it they're like okay we need more people right to we need more people to to make more stuff so that's when it's consumerism right it's consumerism to a heightened extreme because now we have consumer consumerism but it's a it's like cheap labor in terrible countries like Bangladesh yeah. Uh, China and all, but that's them,
0: still. Right? But that's still to me like. But you're not the yeah. You're paying them, but you're not paying them enough to do anything. You know what I mean? They're like you're paying them pennies, knowing that a lot of them have families, and all that all that's doing paying them so low is just adding to the problem. You know what I mean? So to me, that's still just as bad. You're not beating somebody, but that's kind of just as bad. You're you're it's it's it's, it's, you know what I mean. There,
1: it's up there for sure.
0: Yeah, it's like there's other ways to abuse somebody, and that's just another uh, form. So I don't think that's even any better. Right. Yeah.
1: But that. But why do you think like the idea of that? It's it's a. I think it's a big deal that America's only colony was this another country right mm-hmm. like yeah. officially they just made another country out of their country yeah right that's that's it's like it's like giving your sales to clone another human yeah right? it's like a black human and then you just send them yeah and i don't think we get we talk about it as much in this country awful of- well
0: do you think they did why do you think they did that why don't you think they just they uh created a colony versus just putting black people on boats and driving a Uh, bringing them over there you know what i mean and just dropping them off in africa versus going uh this is a colony we're creating this do you think it was them like
1: so the history of library is very interesting right so around 1818 like some of the freed uh black slaves that are living in the u.s um they they realize that they will never really get they'll they'll never really get like treated as first-class citizen and then you had the founding fathers like james monroe and um and then you had uh andrew jackson who were part of the american uh the colonization society they they finally got funding together and they're like okay let's send a ship and see if we can buy land so they went first to sierra leone and it's also like connected to the history of England because they were like trying to end slave trade, and they were sending their black people to Sierra Leone, and that's when you had like small colonies that were the, all former British colonies or America the United States at the time was trying to buy out land so that they can send this uh, uh freed slaves there right and The idea was that when when in especially in the south they were like oh. We don't want free black slaves in our states because when our enslaved peoples look at them they will start feeling bad and maybe try to revolt because they they're seeing what life can be and then they don't want, they will not be happier because if you're living in in servitude and you don't really know the alternative then it's fine like if a free ra- it's like it's like the idea of like a like if chickens could do it like it's like some chickens that are cooped and they see free range chickens they're like oh my god I want to be free range so it's like it's like that's what they thought that would happen they're like oh what if they all get the idea that it's just better to to
0: live to live obviously without that go, know, like... yeah that goes back to the showing of police brutality on tv it's the same. It's a grander. It's the same idea. A bigger thing.
1: Yeah. No, nah, that makes right. sense. Yeah. It's it just like it just like seeing what the alternative could be. And so yeah. that's why that's the Southern, the Southern Congress. Yeah. Um, and few of them thought this was like the best. Way was to there do beef
0: it? between the two, between the people who went to uh, Liberia? Uh, yeah. Uh, Liberia and Sierra Leone. Were there beef because you got so, two. Uh, you got American colony and then uh, British colony?
1: So they never really landed in Sierra Leone because uh-huh. the first ship that went there, right? They most of them died of malaria, so they had to pivot. And Damn. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to pivot. So that's the thing. So the, it's it's so interesting to talk about Liberia because you had three three uh, white Americans that obviously led the freed slaves to the to the new colony mm-hmm. and they were like ruling them obviously so it was like like it was like free but still like you had people looking over you mm-hmm. and then and then the the interesting idea is that they went there and they started enslaving their native africans
0: yeah so basically it was a trick to get it was a trick it wasn't freedom it was like how do we how do we their plan probably was to set up shop on africa right all right. the problem, all the things that they're producing here maybe they can produce it in africa and get the africans to do it because now the africans understand how to uh be slave owners because they've been slaves for so long now right. they can encap- they can capture people and put them to slave labor and ship that shit back to america you think that was the plan or
1: it it feels like you being a manager's assistant and then you managing a different section of exactly america just
0: expanded america was just like you know what we're opening a location in africa (laughs) it's going to be hotter so if any of you guys want to go work (laughs) for us it's going to be an incentive
1: yeah (laughs) um it's like apple
0: fucking america was the original apple
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Id- the idea was like basically to deport you know, you you got them and now you don't have ICE yet, so you're just like uh <laughs>
0: deporting them in yep. mass. Like, absolutely. You're like, "Oh, yeah, I got to go back, got to go, I got to go, got to go, got to go."
1: But that's the thing, they didn't want to face the problem. It's like it's like when you get a parking ticket and you just hit it in your couch cuz you're like, "I don't want to see it, so it doesn't really exist." Yeah. But like they're like shifting a problem to a new continent. Yeah. Right? um so so the S- library never really got a lot of love from America because they formally claimed their independence in eighteen forty seven and the United States did not recognize till Lincoln came into office in sixty two and then you had uh you had obviously the civil war and the problem with liberia which is which becomes interesting is because uh, the American librarians who were also uh also like had european ancestors because they were probably intermingling in america and then moved so they were they created their own caste system like in india which is like kind of like colorism like the lighter you are the better you are and that went on till 1980s till they had the civil war which was like bloody so till then it was all the descendant of african americans who are from america no native amer no no native liberian came to power till 1980 so that's like fascinating to see how you have faced this kind of um faced this kind of trauma and then you come back and you do it on other people who are part of um the native land which which i thought was like crazy because the first president of Liberia was mixed obviously mm-hmm. and he was just like Obama but yeah. it was different because he was he was considered. oh yeah to be yeah yeah
0: yep yeah. I I forgot his name but I know what you're talking about
1: his name is uh Joseph Jenkins Robert
0: yeah he looked like uh he had like little curly hair he was like light skin yeah yeah, light yeah yeah skin. yeah Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah,
1: you couldn't. You wouldn't know that he's black unless you like really well. That picture,
0: the shading they used, I was like, you only shade black cheekbones like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, and 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 uh, like the U.S. Obviously, had like r- relations with Liberia because they wanted their colony to do well, yeah. And they wanted, and they, you know, the company Firestone, yes, like the, the tire company.
0: The tire oh, because yeah. they, uh, Africa is known for like rubber, like that part of the-
1: Liberia is like the biggest exporter of, of rubber. Yeah, okay, that's, that's what the Firestone is entirely um, out of Liberia. Mm-hmm. So they have the biggest plant in Liberia, and and that's kind of what made the US Library relationships better because they in, during the Second World War when when you know obviously Library wasn't in, involved in the war but they yeah. had to sign a pact with the US that to we produce the be, stuff yeah yeah we'll keep producing it and make sure that the other other um, the enemies don't get to it so they 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 gave the US armies and this is another interesting thing is that Liberia was used as a base for black African armies, not mm. white. So even during the war, because it was segregated army, right? Yeah. they made only the black, arm African Americans to le- stay and g- use that as a base, not yeah. the not the white one. Wow. Um, so there was like a mentality of obviously you know racism inbuilt and and shown during during the war as yeah. well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: so. Oh. Y- s- and the other thing that I found was interesting was a lot of people, like, uh, the, the, the free slaves, they also wanted to see this as an opportunity to, to spread Christianity, like mm. is a pretty Christian
0: country. That's what I, that's what the first thing that kind of came to my mind though. It was like the, like you, you place them there after you teach them about Christianity, and then you start to, the slaves will start to slowly convert them. Like, no, this is the way, and the way they treated us is right under the eyes of God, you know what I mean? Because that's how they got slavery to be so, like, uh, I feel like they preached the word to slaves to trick them to be like, no, you should be in this. It's the way this, that God wants it. It says it in the book. It says it in the manual of life, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, it is
1: interesting because, like, when they first started sending the free uh, slaves to a library, right, there were 40% mortality because they didn't have any kind of health care, obviously. And at the time they just didn't know what was going on, but that kind of encouraged the, the, what the slave owners in the U S to send more people like, Oh, they're just like getting rid of slaves by killing them. And we don't have to like take care of them. So I want to, I want to ask you, I guess the final, final thoughts about, about about liberia's importance i guess with the discussion of you know segregation and the racism and the things we discussed like what do you think it would look like in the next hundred years when it comes to race relations and is there something that we can learn from what we try to do with liberia
0: well race relations will always exist it's just something that it's It's just in us to be, to to split off in the different tribes, regardless how big that tribe is, like, you know, race is, the the race is one tribe, and then money is another tribe. And then, you know, like, in between that, you got other shit. So I always feel like it's always going to be there. It's just, you got to understand that you don't have to participate in it. You know what I mean? Like. That's how I look at it, but I, can, I I never looked at it like, where will we be when it uh, as a people? Will there be public, I mean, not public, will there be universal peace? Absolutely not, because people are ignorant and people don't understand that on order to get peace, you gotta like be willing to understand. Even if you don't agree, you gotta be willing to understand and we're not built like that. Like, everybody's not built like that, so. I feel like race relations in America or the world are never going away. It's just you just got to figure out how to be, how to not participate. And then the whole Liberia thing, like now you bring it up, I'm like, I feel like I I was talking to my homie Chloe about this, and I was like, I feel like reparations for Black people should be dual citizenship in Africa. You know what I mean? Because it's like we we. we're we're forced to call ourselves African American, but we can't set up any type of life there. So if you're not gonna call me American, at least allow me access to the place that you claim I'm from. Do you
1: not call yourself American though?
0: No, like when when people ask me what I am, I don't go, I'm American. I go, I'm African American. Because they're either gonna go, oh, you're black. In, In America, I'm black. I'm not American. You know what I mean, but isn't
1: that isn't that that's like completely unfair, right? Of to like to the highest degree. Yeah, the
0: only other place I'm American at is when I'm out of America. When I'm when I when I went to China, I was American. I wasn't African American because there's too many words for them. Yeah, that's that's
1: that's (laughs) that's very interesting because it's like if you're like you know if you're married and in the if you're outside, you are. Uh, for example if I'm dating someone her name for example is Chloe for yeah. example right oh that's chloe's uh, i'm Chloe's husband outside but in 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 the household i'm just
0: yeah. john or whatever yeah but it should be that it should be in the house like yeah but it should be in America instead of making people check off it's so dumb white african american black and then the other thing it's like if you were born here then you're american and it should be american immigrant it, that's the thing but they're so hyped up on these demographics that they're like nah but what are you because you know so i feel like reparations for black people should be a dual citizenship in africa since we have to call ourselves african-american because everybody else gets to go back to where they're from you know what i mean so but would you would you use it
1: like absolutely, like example, if, absolutely. if i gave you a if i gave you a ticket to liberia would you just go there i would go
0: absolutely i would i would definitely go and i feel like more black more black americans who are trying to get into silicon valley would have the option of going to africa and doing what akon and china is doing over there you know what i mean so it's like we're like if we can't build here we should be allowed to build in the place that we came from to set up some sort of life so that's like my idea like I I don't know I don't know if I answered your question I just don't feel like world peace and all that shit exists I don't I it exists if you make the choice for it to exist but as a, a tangible thing will everybody judge not ever judge people by like the color of the skin absolutely not you
1: know what and I mean? Do you, do you feel like you have a connection to Africa? Do you feel like? No, innate? I don't.
0: That's what I'm saying. Right. I want it. Yeah. If I have to call myself an African-American, then allow me to get to know that place. Right. I mean, I live in New York, but I I still consider myself a person from Philadelphia. I still go they when people go, where are you from? I go, I'm from Philly. I don't go. Yeah. I'm from Queens. No, because I've lived yeah. in Philly. I've set up. I lived in Philly longer than I lived in New York. Right. and i like i'm building a life here now probably when i have a child my child would be a new yorker but i my kid yeah. ain't going to be a new york philadelphian
1: yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> but i
0: will take my allow, <laughs> yeah so i'll allow my kid to go to philly so i'm just saying like if i have to, if every application i fill out i gotta call myself an african-american then allow me to visit that place allow me no problem when it comes to visiting africa as a black person
1: right no it's it's a very it's a a very good point you make for sure like i i I love the the new york philadelphian uh kid that you you'll have yeah (laughs) (laughs) but
0: that's how i feel i'm like it is what it is man yeah america i love it I love it just because I'm like this—the is the only world and life I know. But I'm like, yeah, we're brainwashed here,
1: right? No, I hope I hope that happens. I hope you get uh, a citizenship to Liberia, and then I I, w- I would love to connect. Well, Liberia,
0: does, so that's <laughs> the one thing. Like Liberia doesn't offer uh, that; they don't offer like option like a, a dual citizenship. Yeah, because they know, like they seen that shit from the jump. And while creating, they went, but the offspring can't come, the offspring can't claim citizenship here. They can't be residents. Nah, fuck that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I knew it. That's like, it's just this, it's a fucking dope ass diabolical plan. The way that slavery works, like slavery wasn't just beating people. Slavery was like getting a bunch of, getting an entire group, getting an entire race to fucking believe that, no, not even, like, getting them to believe, but getting entire race to feel the effects of some shit that happened hundreds of years ago. The whole system is like, I want your fucking great, great, great grandkids to, to still deal with the trauma and this shit. It's fucking crazy. Of course.
1: It's like, yeah, I, I don't know if you ever heard the story of... You know how they train elephants in at circus. They will have like a, when it's a baby elephant, they will have like a smaller, small like they'll, they'll have a chain, right? But like w- once the elephant grows bigger and bigger, he can rip the chain up if he wants, but yeah. he doesn't believe in himself to do it. Cause absolutely, it's like, well, chained.
0: absolutely. Um, like we like I the I, I admire immigrants the most, right? Like I live in the area. I live in is mainly like second uh not even first generation like the people who like no they're first generation but the people who own the area like really like run the businesses are like immigrants and i and i looked to go god damn they really seen what it was over here and they capitalized on it and it, it, it kind of benefits you as a minority to fucking leave the place i mean not live in the place and come there and set up versus live in the place and set up because when you, when you come to America, you come with the, you come to America with the sky is the limit. But sometimes when you're born here, you're born knowing that you're born being taught. There's a ceiling,
1: right? You know what I mean? It's, it's a to, mentality that, that gets created.
0: Yeah. And it's fucking crazy. And I, I awful, I always, uh, not envy, but that's the only word that come to mind. I don't envy cause there's no jealousy, but like I look at, uh, Immigrants and go fuck look at you you know exactly what the fuck you coming over here for like you you know what i mean because
1: the alternative we already know it's not the best so it's like the only way it can go is up exactly so So that's that's the difference yeah yeah what would you want to plug to the audience how can they find you
0: um make sure y'all check out my podcast i have a podcast i do with my best friend called no need for apologies it's me my boy Derek Gaines, and we just unapologetically unapologetically talk shit it's uh it's like listening to your two favorite black cousins talk shit in the basement and uh yeah we don't try to be right we don't try to be wrong you're righteous uh, we We'll, we try to be righteous, meaning we try to just be funny and make sure that we see the joke and the subject from all different angles. And uh, yeah, it's a good podcast to listen to. You can follow me on Instagram at Monroe Martin, I I I. Same thing on Twitter. And website is monroe martin Yeah, so make sure that y'all check those things out. And I post shows and stuff and all the time. So if you want to see my stand up, just search me on YouTube. I got some sets up there.
1: That's the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed the show today. If you like the podcast, you can write us a review on Apple and subscribe to the show on Spotify. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on socials at Shafi Stands Up. Thank you so much for listening.